your talk show for all things automotive. From the latest news to the greatest views and the biggest names in rolling iron. Your host is Brett Hatfield, freelance auto journalist, senior auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine and American Car Collector Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com and owner of his own small but growing fleet of cool cars. Get behind the wheel of an hour of car talk starting right now. Thanks for listening to Driven Radio, your home for the very best in automotive content and interviews. You can find us online at readthedriven.com, on iTunes, Pippa, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere you find podcasts. You know, you can find us everywhere. We're it's just, everywhere. We're, we're all over. On I-70, if you stop at that at Chillicothe yeah. in the McDonald's bathroom... We're right there in the wall. Well, it even has a phone number. Hey, like, <laughs> like we said, accurate. Like we said, forestall, always clean, <laughs> always clean, door locks. Best one, toilet paper's uh, never al- running out. Almost nobody goes down that far, because if you got to go that bad, you're just <laughs> yeah, not going to travel gone. any further than you need to. <laughs> Welcome to Driven Radio. Hey, <laughs> follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Driven Radio Show and on Instagram at Read the Driven. I'm your host, Brett Hatfield. Here with Mark L. Groves, uh, yep. Craving Cars own Corey Pratt. Hello. And this week, John Ross Lumbert uh, of YouTube's Watch right. JR Go. Watch JR Go. How's it going? Uh, we're happy to have you. Thanks finally. for having me, guys. I uh, can't believe you drug that car into my neighborhood. Oh, gosh. I felt bad. <laughs> Your house looks way too nice to have that car out front. <laughs> he lies really well. Okay. That's well, cool. you have to tell everybody then. You have to give yeah. it up. What kind, yeah, what what kind of vehicle did you drag? What, what did you come to retrieve 2002 yep. volkswagen passat wagon and <laughs> sexy I, I bought it in vegas right because i was laying in bed wow. and i was like oh, let's buy a car right don't, don't dig under the seats so <laughs> here's the thing about the seats i only oh. saw exterior pictures of the car oh dear. and it was covered in trash go. it had been sitting out for a long time and i went there picked it up a minute ago opened the doors and i was like oh the seats are camo <laughs> oh, no, no, they're not. They're not camo. No, they're not. Completely oh, no. covered in mildew. Every inch oh, of the interior mildew. mildew. It's so, I mean, honestly, I still kind of feel bad after sitting in the car. I can't wait to see oh. the video and see it how starts, bad they are. It starts. It runs and drives. Did I mean, it's not. Tell me you got it dirty cheap. Oh, uh, 500 Okay, well, oh that's, my God. that yeah. is dirty cheap. Yeah, I was going to ask why you even went out to get it, but now I'm going to shut up. Because it, it just explained itself. Teeth, and the roof is wrapped with a German flag, and it was 500 bucks. <laughs> German flag on yeah. camo. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. a, nature's finest camo on the inside. Oh, exactly. man. That's so good. That's unbelievable. It's a rolling terrarium. Oh, it's that's organic awesome. camo. <laughs> Absolutely. Organo. Yeah, organo. <laughs> organo. <laughs> You might want to uh, roll the windows down on that bad the, boy. The windows are still down. For a little while. All oh the my way God. down. All the way home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be some uh, some critters in your, there. Your Absolutely. mom was going to be out there with Lysol yeah. and shit yeah. all yeah. over there. Yeah. And, you well, dr- and you drove how far to get this car? Uh, well, Casey's like three hours from me or something okay. like that. It's not okay. that bad. Okay. Nice. Yeah. But you bought this while you were in Vegas. I did. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, you know, like a friend that I, I've seen. I met him a couple times on, uh, you know, a couple different events, car events, right? Yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. he posted it for sale. And I was like, I'm sure you'll take 500 for that. And he was like, yeah. Is it anybody so. we know? Is it somebody you'd rather not mention? Oh, no, I don't care. He's a local rapper. I don't know if you know him. Like, not like car rapper. Oh, okay. But, yeah, oh, I was like, Tech Nine? So no, no, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. That's it. It was Tech Nine's car. You're cooler than ever. <laughs> a technician. Tech, why didn't you he take upgraded. better care of this? <laughs> yeah. Have you looked at it? <laughs> Strange music logos on the back. Oh, boy. Very nice. 
Well, cool, man. Five hundred bucks. I mean, it, it can't be that. The wheels look like they're worth five hundred bucks. It has Audi wheels on it, nineteens, yeah. and uh, and and it started right oh, up. See, that's oh, what I'm BBS talking about. Yeah. You may call me catfish, but when you can no, buy no, a no. car for five hundred bucks, if you mess it up, <laughs> so what? Hey, <laughs> you can get that much in scrap. I, I absolutely agree with that method uh, of searching for stuff and looking for stuff. Again, I can't get away from. I I bought the worst Jeep there's ever been. You saw it. Your kid almost bought yeah, it. Yeah, my me. kid almost bought it. And, and I kept dropping the price because I felt bad. And, <laughs> that was very kind of. And you, in the way. end, he was smart enough yes, to say, "Nah, I don't." Nah, it was the barn paint. Well, that's amazing. I can yeah. never. I never get to the no point. I'm it, like, well, cheap enough. Let's get out of here. It looked like it had been painted a with a barn brush, and it was black, and you could see this the texture and the streaks oh, no. and it, it well, was you, you it could was tell gar- the artist style yeah, yeah it was it was garage sale rhino line is what it looked like it was awful <laughs> it was pointillism at its finest it was well, here's the, the thing if, if it looks rhino line you can just put more on until it looks good <laughs> i, I thought go. about doing it but it seemed like too much of an investment for it's, that one it's yes. the elementary janitor paint the, job you put enough paint on it it'll never rust what can't fix what is that poor foundation paint yeah, yeah we'll just yeah, use that bring that on uh okay with before, natural texture be- before we get too far gone here guys let's <laughs> let's jump on a couple of uh, news items from road and track we've got a story about the staggering loss of uh, three oh, million dollars worth of vintage Porsche parts. Does anybody else oh, see this yeah. story? Yes, Whoa! Yes. About uh, oh, uh, Benton Performance. It's he was a tuner and builder renowned for his work on vintage Porsches. Last week, their warehouse burnt to the ground. Yeah, and it took with it a collection of rare parts and cars valued at over three million dollars. Right. Um, oh. And the the owner, the shop's owner, John Benton, says All he's going to try to rebuild. Wow. But did you read the list of stuff that was lost? Vintage I was Solex to. and SU carbs and magnesium wheels and vintage Porsche seats. That and probably he, didn't help with the fire. He special no. It, it, right. They said that it got through one wall and then it got to the magnesium stuff. And you know how magnesium it was, yeah. burns over. white hot. Yeah. And they said that the voids in between uh, some of the spaces where there was no fire got up to twenty four hundred degrees. Good Lord. So, yeah, that's just going to cook It was just everything. welding stuff together. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, all of the stuff that they had was pre-911 SC, so pre-1978. And, mm. you know, with 356 parts, 911 parts, 912 parts, uh, 914 parts, all that stuff. 210, 211, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Said the, said the fire started in a 2016 Ford F-150 that spontaneously combusted in a lot <laughs> And a oh, lot adjacent so, to theirs. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. So we have, a, we have a Ford to think <laughs> of. We need a bunch of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. And that the heat from that fire collapsed uh, a diesel tanks on a oh. nearby pickup. And then that. Oh, my God. Hey, it gets better. The flaming diesel engulfed a lumberyard next door to oh, Benton's. Wow. And. It's all accelerating. I think that wasn't, I've, uh, I've seen a couple lumberyards burn. You know, my dad yeah. was in the lumber business. Oh my good lord, man! You're not even getting close to that. You can spray fire on it from down the st- or spray water on it from down the street, but uh, once once it got to that lumberyard, it just burnt yeah, it's dust to the ground. Yeah. And, and he said uh, everything was lost. The entire building said it was packed with. 
Wow. Engine blocks, heads, complete short blocks and long blocks from 356s, 911s, 912s. He said, I had stuff from 1955 all the way up to 1978. And I hope he had insurance that well, long, too, because damn. It, it really sounds, it sounds like though. he did have insurance, okay. but... I mean, all of us here know what it's like to try and yeah. find historical parts like that. Yeah, these are original stuff, not, and, and, not 3D printed stuff. Yeah. yeah, and this was a ton of really genuinely rare uh, stuff, and it's gone. $3 million worth, gone. I, I was afraid uh, to read all the all the what was included because well, I'm and the, know, a big Porsche fan myself. It was kind of a long like, article, oh, and they got into all kinds of stuff, and yeah. man, you just can't believe it all. But we'll have right. a link on readthedriven.com. Also, from Haggerty comes news of delayed production on the all-new 2020 Corvette. No. Courtesy of the UAW strike that just oh. ended. Uh, What's Cor- that? 2020 Corvettes were the supposed to, yeah, yeah, were supposed <laughs> to uh, start dropping uh, late December, early January. I'm trying to support them right now with my shirt. I, and I thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, they were supposed to start dropping late December, early January, and now they're pushing it back to February. Because not only did the UAW uh, stop all of the GM production, but also all of GM suppliers. You know, we talked about Lear here a couple of weeks ago oh, and yeah. how much money they lost during the course yeah. of the strike. It was, like, it was like hundreds of millions, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. They were losing, the, I think, didn't we say $525 million over the course of yeah. four weeks? It was something wow. really unbelievable. Anyway, uh, now that And that they, was just on the Chevy Volt. <laughs> no <laughs> now that they might have included the cruise i don't know <laughs> good point well now that they have the uh factory up and running again they have to finish out the end of c7 production they weren't quite oh, done no. with the seven gen corvettes <laughs> i thought and i that, saw the signed pictures when they rolled the last one off no, or something they had it was the last z01 oh okay. yeah they, they oh. Had, but they still had some seventh gen to finish up and nat- then they will have to take a couple of weeks and retool for eighth gen and uh it's going to be february before we see any of the new ones gm has like 50 of those things probably every single show has three (laughs) but but have you seen one in the wild yet i haven't but that one wrecked today did you see the pictures of a one that hit a wall yes like a color it's a black one and there was snow and it was uh like a bridge overpass oh no it's a corvette in snow Yeah. yeah yeah That's a, uh, I've, I've done Corvette in snow. Corvette doesn't work in snow. snow. No, John, not so much. Uh, I've definitely done Corvette in snow and been fine, but it, but it's Wichita snow, right? It's like, there's not really any snow in Wichita. I, Wichita I've done snow. It's like I, dusting. I got caught coming home in a 1960 Corvette on bias plies in snow. Oh dear. I'm talking about a C6 with like new Michelins. I was, yeah. I was fine. No, no, the, really. The, 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 the 60 the will good. change your views on religion. Hundred <laughs> percent. Anyway, we got the link to that article on Read the Driven also. So now that we're all here, thank you, John. Appreciate you showing up. And yeah. Gabe sitting over there in the in the recliner. Saying, oh, oh my. How's that look? C8 slammed into a wall. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Show. Are you serious? What, what yep. we got there? Oh, wow. Oh. Got, a, got a little love kiss oh, on the He shows that Ferrari with, with Corvette badges? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, the Ferrari jokes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep them coming, kids. There, there was a show that had a McLaren and the guy put for uh, Corvette little stickers over his McLaren. <laughs> Seems drive right. around a car show. It's mid-engine. Yeah. It's all the same. And it was down at the, you know, that Lake Garnett that he did. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm waiting to see if somebody comes out with a retro Fiero kit that looks like, looks kind of like the new Corvette. It'll probably happen. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's that uh, eighth gen Corvette with an Iron Duke. Yeah. I'd, l- I'd love to have the first one that gets wrecked do something with it. There you go. 
That'd be cool. <laughs> so look that black to. one. I need to go yeah. get the black one. Right dude, yeah, well, I mean, you're yeah, on it. Dude. Give him a price. <laughs> well, there was the, there was the blue one back in uh, what was it September? Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that one. Right. We'll see if we can get you on that one. The thing is, I I didn't realize this until uh, I was just at IMSA, and they had tons of them there, of course, and they sure. were running the C8Rs. Uh, the VIN numbers end in EX or something for experimental. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah so I, I don't for think X car because they keep slamming into walls. Apparently, yeah, yeah right. Happens. You never get your hands on those ones. That's for sure. <laughs> I did yeah. see one in the wild in Vegas about a month ago. Oh, cool. Um, but at the time, I was not sure if he's bragging or. Uh, here it comes. Here, who are you sitting next no, to? What were you sitting in? Come on, you know you want to say it. Just say it. Let's get it out. I was in a 2019 Ford GT, and Joey Ooh. Joey Han, yeah. the 2016 24 Hour Le Mans winner, was riding shotgun. Nice. And yeah. they both reached for the shifter at the same time. The hands touched. Of course, there was electricity. There was a, a little moment. It was just there was, and the radio came and on it was by itself. Car. Yeah, cruising together. It was. Don't you try to denigrate? <laughs> <laughs> it's the sparkle in your that, eyes. I can't help it. But that, you, but that you, beautiful you were, moment we had. But you were in a Ford GT, and yet when that Corvette drove by, you guys were. Yeah, we, the when the Corvette it, it shot through the intersection on Las Vegas Boulevard, and we both look at each other and go. That's a new Corvette. <laughs> so it was. It, meanwhile, look at what we're sitting in. That was pretty cool, though. Um, Wasn't it covered in camouflage too? No, no. It was. It was a, a red color. And here was the wild thing. It had a giant CB antenna sticking oh, off. The, the roof roof panel was out, and on the bar behind the passenger compartment, there's a giant. It was like an eight Hell foot yeah. antenna sticking off that thing. You put a whip back there, you can get all forty channels. Be all yes, what I'm talking about. Ten four, good soon. buddy. Yeah, and, little uh, red coming up on you. I, I didn't see that on the option bandit. list, but maybe you could get a CB. Yeah. What's you know? your twenty? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is going to go downhill in a hurry. Let's get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John Ross, we're so happy to have you here. Uh, thank you for coming up. Thank you for dragging poor Gabe that we didn't get a seat for, and he, <laughs> he now has to sit in the recliner. He's over sitting there. at the kids' table. Yeah, you know, well, that, that's okay. We, the, the upside is we can get Gabe a drink, and he can really enjoy hey, himself. Gabe, there's a really to, nice bar in there if you yeah, want to. Nice. Right it, past the refrigerator. Very, very well equipped, and there's a bartendress in there. Yeah, just you, before you get to the pretty lady. It's right there. Yeah. Um, so both of you... John and Corey are fresh back from SEMA, and yes. I got I got questions for both of you. Um, was this first time at SEMA for both of you? No, it was yeah for me it was. Oh, for you? Yeah, you've been before. Yeah, so how many yeah. times? Uh, this is my second time actually. Second, Last year okay. I was with Corsa Rally, and uh, yeah, well I guess a friend got me in, but I was with at Corsa. Okay, so that that means you were the virgin, indeed. Um, the cherry has been popped for both of you. What was the coolest thing you saw? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a car. It can be a uh, product or just what What Refrigerator did you... magnet. Yeah. What re- was the best refrigerator magnet you saw? Come on. I got this keychain, and it looks like a little wrench, and it's a <laughs> bottle opener. Actually, uh, that that's awesome. And if we're still talking about promo stuff like that, eBay brought packages of 10-millimeter sockets. No had, kidding. Yes, yeah. and it said uh, eBay Motors for hard-to-find items, and it was just a rack of... 10 millimeter oh. sockets and they they showed up with ten thousand of those things i think that's what they were saying no kidding and i got like the fifth to last they were handing out the last ones i got there just in time and i wish i could have taken home like 10 of them because now, you can never have enough i was yeah. about to say you didn't bring me anything no. so. <laughs> now I'm, I'm proud of gabe he managed to kick mark off of his own mic gabe neatest thing you saw i i didn't go didn't so. go you oh, ditched dear. him no uh, zach came 
Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Right. He's a he. We used to do rap stuff together, vehicle raps, and of course, like tons of it is about rap. So he spent a lot of sure. time with uh, you know the vendors, 3M, Arlon, all those guys wrapping cars. I've okay, got, I've got two other things to add on the cool thing side. Okay. So one was the Hot Wheel build contest was there. So you've seen actual cars that were being built to become Hot Wheels. Oh, cool. Or there was a contest for it. And there was some that were already there that were Hot Wheels. I mean, we're not talking like it was just a, a Porsche or a Corvette. These were obscure builds. Yeah, wild and stuff. And weird, weird, just wild stuff that you see the weird and wild Hot Wheels. Well, and it's, so, it's and because, Jay Leno was there actually announcing the winner for that. That's because as car guys, none of us ever grow up. <laughs> no, and it was just really cool seeing that kind of build. It was different. Yeah. yeah. All right, both of you, worst thing you saw. Well, I had one more best thing. Okay, uh, one more best thing. Rob I, Dom's I RX-7 FD is four-rotor car with the big turbo. Oh. Un, the, like the passion put into that build, unbelievably good. Oh, it's, cool. It's probably the best car like there. I, I, I mean, haven't seen that one yet. I need yeah. to go look. Yeah, I, I mean, Ring Brothers, of course. But uh, well, their, their car is beautiful. And that question's coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, worst thing. I, I, I'm not sure. There was that Jeep that was supposed to be bad on purpose. Uh, somebody had like a, a four-door wrangler unlimited or something like that right completely loaded mm-hmm. on 13 inch wire wheels <laughs> it, it was I, I, they, yeah. uh, on friday at the end of the show they had their sema ignited and they were driving and, and, it and that was being driven down the street <laughs> so i got to, and it looked like the wheels were smaller than the rotors oh absolutely i think they had to uh, space them out I, I think we asked them something to that effect yeah. and they said there was like a three or four inch spacer to get the wheel out far enough to clear the rotor yeah. wow yeah, that's yeah, incredible. It, was, it looked it it was pretty ridiculous looking actually. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, something I'm not into that one. Favorite thing for either of you? What something you you saw and you're like, I want to take that home. Every single Milwaukee product that was at their booth. I I, I, t- I talked to Milwaukee. That was one of my yeah. first stops. So we're gonna hopefully have that was more our first conversations. Time at SEMA, actually. So, oh, yeah. cool. Yep. That worked out really well because it was in like a, a featured section, and I went straight there and I was like, Hey guys, I've been talking about you for a long time. Let's put yep. something together. Yeah. And that's good. They should, you yeah. know, because yeah. it's. I think more YouTubers are putting them out more than they are their own advertising. Uh, it's their tools are so good. I love them. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's what it comes all, down to. All my to. power tools are all my cordless stuff, anyways. Is Milwaukee, so we're really, really, really going to look for that hit, sponsorship. Hit Milwaukee, dollar. if you're listening to this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, if, if you guys are listening, I'm going to sell all yes. my Dewalt stuff next week. Yes, I've already <laughs> sold it, I, and I gave blood so I can buy more Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Alrighty, uh, what was there just way too much of? Uh, you know, there were, there's what, 70 plus Gladiators and 46 plus Supras. Uh, there was oh, a count. So, th- so there was actually more Gladiators than Supras. Yes, more Gladiators than Supras. What are the two I things wondered. that I put on that question? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the, the answer to that is I don't really know uh, because the Gladiators kind of deserve to be there like that. Yeah. And there wasn't anything to alike though either. I mean, everybody yeah. is, is showing their completely own, their own. different builds. You had overlanding right. builds. Yes. You had lifted builds. You had demons, you know. Hellcats. Yep. Uh, Magnus and brought out a supercharger. Somebody had like a twin turbo. I mean, yep. those things are being. Yeah, the built. supercharger one was nice. That was yes. Just so you can keep everything stock. But Beautiful. Then throw that supercharger under. It gets you about four hundred horsepower. Yep. But then the Hellcat build was cool too. Yeah. And, and so maybe if there was really one thing that was too much, it was the fact that all the Supras were just pandem wide body wrap and a wing and they were all done. They because were, there is no aftermarket, yeah. so I get that. But, you know, maybe just don't bring 46 of them if they're all the same build. Yeah. And no, that's, and, well, that's everybody trying to get the first. Sure. Hey, hey we're the first ones. Look what we yes. can do. Look at our wide body kit. Look at our. Look at our. It's wings. all the same. Look it's all spoilers. pandem, though. Yeah. Pandem built all the kits. <laughs> it's um, the only one. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Best build. 
Who had the single best build, your opinion? Uh, well, Green Brothers won, and I kind of think they deserve to just for the fuel tanks. I mean, as, as a guy that likes to go fast, a car with a pump gas tank and a race gas tank? Yeah. Mind-blowing. I mean, that's what we've all always wanted. You can go fast with a flip of a switch. And you don't have to run the fuel lines out or Absolutely. anything else. Well, obviously, the four-rotor build was really nice. Four-rotor build's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, some stuff. There was some really good stuff. They had the Battle of the Builders. Battle, and there all were some really good, good young cars guys. out of that, too. Yeah, yeah, and all really nice stuff. It, there's so many good builds that it's hard to find one that really stands really, out. I yeah. mean, Ring Brothers always stands out because we all know well, the level yeah. of their work. Right. But there were so many other classics there that were just unbelievable. There's that, uh, what, 60s Chevy truck with a diesel swap lifted on American Forces with some of the best paint and interior work I've ever seen in my life. Is is Perfect. that the uh, the one that was a uh, giant dually green yes. and white? Yes. Yeah, I mean the forces were probably too much. It'd be cooler with a you know a classic wheel, but I mean it was nice, really nice. I mean you had a uh, every, every nut and bolt. Eighties, I think it was a GMC, might have been a Chevy, but whatever the truck, brown sugar. Yeah, if you seen that one with yeah. the, with a camper shell in the back, and you're thinking a lot of people customize campers, but mm-hmm. it was a customized camper on a customized truck. Awesome. And and the the craftsmanship inside. The camper area and inside the cab of the truck was just so clean. Really, yeah, it was just ridiculously clean. Wow! Now there's a lot of pictures of brown sugar on 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 the SEMA there's, site yeah, for that one. There's so many different levels to SEMA, right? Because you've got the Gladiators, which are all bolt-ons. There's sure. no there's no build to that really. It's no, like, there really wasn't. Yeah, you just find the catalog and then get your products, put them on the truck, and put the truck out there. Like here it is. Then there's the cars that were like painstakingly built over probably. Five, ten years, not you know, two weeks, mm-hmm. right? And and they're sometimes it just blows your mind the work that went into them. Very cool. Yeah. Both of you guys wound up talking to, I'm sure, lots of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, best conversation while you were there. And for you, this is kind of a loaded question because yours came out in a in a YouTube clip earlier today. Oh, the Rob, the Rob Pitts video yeah. where we just hung out for a while. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. We just. Uh, we talked for a little bit on Monday and I was like, we had already exchanged numbers because we kind of had like a group for everybody that was going and kind of talked to, you know, let's go get dinner, hang out, whatever. And then uh, when I ran into Rob, I was like, let's take over Featherlight's trailer and talk. So that's what we did. Yeah, Rabbit doesn't have an off switch. No, not at <laughs> all. Yeah. He's uh, He's got lots to say, and he's going to keep going. Yeah, he's done all the fun things that we've all Well, we've, know, kind we've of had him on. I, I love yeah. Rob to death. He's Absolutely. a great guy. Yeah. Um, how about you? Well, uh, I got really, really close to be able to talk with uh, Jay Leno until they shoved him away from me. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that like, because oh, sorry, they, we're late. We got to go. I'm like, but I just said hi. They took one look at you and said, Not this guy. Let's get him out of the There was a lot of people around, though. The hem of his garment type thing. Did you see his Bronco, though, over in Ford's booth? Yes. It's another one of those painstaking builds with, uh, what's it have, a coyote in it or something? Yeah. I mean, wild. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, there's um, been several stories this past week uh, that you probably haven't had a chance to see. I haven't been, seen any of it. I saw the truck, and I, the video was playing behind it on Ford's, like, you know, yeah. 50-foot-long LED wall, and I was like, wow, that is work. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I want to say that, that Bronco his is like supercharged or something too. I mean, oh, it's, sure. it's like six hundred something horsepower yeah. or something like that in a Bronco or whatever it is. But, but no, I do get to talk with. Uh, and, and forgive me if I don't have all the names and sitting in front of me at the moment. I didn't know this question was going to come up earlier. <laughs> but uh, there was a group that was part of the uh, um, outside. They also had, you know, obviously they have all kinds of car shows inside of car shows and all kinds of stuff like that. But there was the Optima. There was the uh, oh, Optima's uh, Street Car Challenge. Yep, Street Absolutely. Car Challenge did an invitation, and there was a group there that that showed up with a uh, a truck that was kind of like a Bronco-ish. 
It was it was basically they made their own. I um, didn't see that, but I did see the line it, of cars. For it me. was it was all the way at the end, and they didn't have it marked with the Optima sign because they literally uh, it was put together by a group of kids. Cool. Oh, and that's it was, cool. It was yeah. a group out of Idaho that they work with kids, and they work two nights, um, and they took three months. And that's what they've gotten to. I mean, they, they do the interior, the exterior, the engine oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. And obviously, they work under sponsorship to get to get them the money and the funds to be able to do all this stuff. But I thought that was really cool. I had a little uh, conversation interview with uh, one of the guys in charge of that. So that'll be up on a video. Very cool. Uh, did either of you see it all? Did either of nope. you so see the whole? Maybe I, I did, like, on the last day, finally get over to the uh, Expedition Overland or whatever they were calling it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you kind of are in the main convention center buildings. And then at some point I did walk by, uh, you know, Streetcar Challenge or whatever that is. And that's like right when you walk in through registration, made it through all the other buildings. I tried to see everything because last year I didn't really go outside at all because, you know, the first day you're putting in a good 10 miles. Sure. And you're walking a lot and you're like, I got to see it all. And I don't know if you can ever actually see it all. Uh, Some of it gets really dry. I got a question for you, though. Uh, John, did you ever make it out to the uh, the Sands Expo building? No, I, I didn't do Apex, but uh, I also had some like friends there, some people that sponsor the channel, and they were like, Apex is really dry. You should probably avoid it. And other, pe- <laughs> okay. other people said I, avoid it as well because it's, it it's just business, right? It was, okay, yeah, so, I, did, so I, I didn't miss anything. That's yeah. good. It's not like SEMA. It's not flashy, and there's not a bunch of people milling around. It's businesses talking to businesses for the most part, I guess. I see. How yeah. far do you think you guys walked? Uh, Over I, I 40 miles. Yeah, about 46, yeah. 50 yep. miles somewhere in there. Gee, 48 miles. Yeah. Christmas, yeah. man. That right seems on. like a lot. D- yeah. Did at any 48.4, Gabe's holding up. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were some, I was somewhere between 40 and 50. So, yeah. yeah. At any point, did you feel like it was just overload? Like, I've seen all I can see. Uh, I don't think that happens, but you are in a lot of pain. About halfway through each day, <laughs> you want to you wanna sit down for a couple hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I actually, uh, to the night, so the second night and the fourth night, uh, we had a foot massage place in my <laughs> hotel. Amazing! And so I got thirty minute foot massages, and it was it made the world a difference. Okay, the out of all the days you were walking around, looking at stuff, talking to people, everything you were doing, both you guys were doing interviews. What's the best thing you did? What was the the one thing that stands out in your mind? Well, I drove a radical on the Las Vegas Strip. I don't remember anything else. I just kind of yeah, I saw that too. Listen, that was on the Strip. That wasn't the show. Don't count. It, don't d- count. it does count because it was, it was part of Ignited. I drove it out of yeah, the convention yeah. center. So there you go. Yeah, and we're really close to a concrete wall driving out. Oh man, that thing! It's so tight in there, and just vehicle after vehicle, they all have to do about a four point turn at least. You know, I did it at three, four, five. I don't know how many times. But yeah, uh, but as you were driving so out, you close. were close enough to one wall. You looked like you had about two decks of cards between oh, you yeah. there it and the car. Quite a few times when I, it was down to about an inch or so. But I had, luckily, a, I had a couple that invited me to ride, not drive. You got to so. ride, got to ride. Oh, last I, year and I did not make it. One of them was actually a uh, an old bus that was part of that Optima. Do you see that one invitation? I, I didn't, but those are the most fun ones, right? Yeah, you yeah. look like you smiled through it. But what was it like when the cop pulled you over? Oh, no big deal. I had I had the story <laughs> playing. I was like, we will get pulled over clearly. Really? Uh, I, and we weren't like driving around looking for them or anything because like you can tell when uh, Matt was with me and he's like, it's the fuzz. I was like, it's what? He's like, it's the cops. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're finally going to be in trouble here. But uh, as soon as he walked up, I was like, you know, how's it going? We were at Ignited. I got lost. And that, that was the whole conversation, you know, and I just kind of tried to steer it that direction. And he looked down. He's like, you have a badge. I held it up. He asked Matt if he had a badge. He holds it up. I was like, this car has a VIN number. And he, uh, you know, it's way down in the footwell. He looked at it with his flashlight, said, nice, have a good night. 
So cool. it, yeah, it worked out. Very nice. That's very cool about it. Yeah. But they, they know about SEMA. They know it's Oh, be, man. Yeah, they, and it's not like we weren't the only ones. Like, everyone's breaking and, the and it was it was a nice, even that night. Yes. Just going on the strip it, and seeing all the cars going up and down. And oh. then I'm sure you saw PPE's tank, that big white tank that's like Duramax swapped with all the cameras. And it's, it's <laughs> yeah, beautiful. It yeah, it's like a $500,000 luxury tank that yeah. you buy as a toy. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a tank, yeah. They, they sell the it's thing. like a or yeah. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And they were driving that up and down the strip. Did you just say luxury tank? It is a yeah, luxury yeah. tank. It's so There's luxury, luxury so nice. Yep. It's hard I, I to describe. I want to go to war, but I want to be comfy. Well, yes. Hell yeah. It we're talking luxury like, getting in it, but it's luxury being in it. Yeah, it's it's got like eight uh, rigid adapt light bars. Right. You know, those light bars like four grand. The seats are like beautifully upholstered. Oh, yeah. Uh, it has cameras all the way around with like full HD cameras so you can see all the way around the thing. Yeah. They were originally designed for people in Dubai. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. It's a luxury tank. Yeah. Gabe, yeah. we're going to go get a tank, dude. <laughs> we can do it. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm game. So. Well, the... Uh, but I'm licensed too for those, so you know it's hey, perfect. good man. Yeah, good. All there right, uh, you can show me how to drive one. I've never driven one of those. <laughs> I, I actually think it has a steering wheel. Yeah, I think it, they took away all the tank. Yeah, yeah. pretty much it drives yeah. like a. It's like car, a nice car. in a sense, yeah. except for it turns a lot sharper. Turns really sharp and it's crazy fast too. And you if know, you're running into something, pounds. you just oh, won't. now I want to no. go get yeah. one of these. Yeah. So basically, it's an angry Escalade. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did you get to go do any of the drifting courses at I, all? You know what? Like the sign, you have to kind of sign up for those at like 8 in the morning if you want to get in. I don't know if you got in, but I... Just the Continental one. I'm not even worried Continental about tires getting was there. They were, yeah. they were taking around some M5s. Yes. And, um, and I, I got through, got to go in the lap and a half they did. They came back and I go, you know, for YouTube purposes, can I just stay in the car for another lap? And they're like, YouTube? is like, well, yeah, I got a channel. I had, had my Craving Car shirt on and all that stuff. And I go, yeah, it's, it's legit. Here's my car. He goes, all right, we'll just stay in the seat. Cool. That's awesome. Nice. Very cool. Get to burn up extra tires. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell us about the Ring Brothers Dinner. Ooh, I did tell you. I'm Ring Brothers Dinner was, uh, it was great. I mean, they're really cool guys. We just talked for a couple minutes. And mm-hmm. then uh, we had so many tables that I was over. Actually, Amelia Hartford showed up, another YouTuber. And she was over closer to us. So we ended up talking to her about her builds again for, for a while. But Pretty it's cool. still dinner with the Ring Brothers, which is kind of unheard of. It, it was awesome. Cool. It's because Motul's a global sponsor yeah. of Ring Brothers, and they put the whole thing together for us. So. Nice. Awesome people. All righty. Well, uh, that is SEMA in a nutshell from the both of you. Yep. Um, now, John, how would you get started doing this? Uh, is Working on cars, is that something that you were taught or something you picked up on your own or uh, how'd you how'd you start turning your own wrenches? Uh, I kind of grew up working on stuff like that, right? Like first mo- uh, mower, like a push mower. It was a Toro sure. with a three five Briggs, you know. Uh, when I was five or something, it was my first oh, engine wow. build with my dad. And then he bought me a uh, like a five horse motorcycle, a Scat Pack, which is another. I, it might be a Briggs, really old. Yeah. And uh, you know, I rode that around until you know the wore out the yard kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, well, and at least they didn't have to worry about mowing. Exactly. Yeah. Then I didn't have to push that mower around anymore. Eventually, <laughs> that mower hit a rock and threw a rod. Ten years later, you know, but oh. I still have it. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Weird. Nice. Like I sold all the others. I that was how I made money for a long time when I was a kid. Right. We'd we'd pick up mowers for 10 bucks out of the trash garage sales whatever fix them usually usually it's carb rebuild sure and then sell it for 50 bucks the next garage sale so uh yeah we did a lot of lawnmowers i'm i can do a brakes pretty quickly i'm guessing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, a little uh, bit experience in that yeah yeah so i did a bunch of that and then of course uh my dad's not into performance cars really he he'll ride along with me and whatever i buy like one time 
mm-hmm. or I can give yep. him any motorcycle. Like my, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. He has to ride it once. Right. You know, that's I good. come that's home good. with Ducati 1198. He's, you know, he's gone for 10 minutes, comes back. And you're like, that's stupid. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's all, that's all I do to hear. That, that means he had fun. That was a yeah. full throttle pull. Right. It had fun, but you shouldn't be having this kind exactly, of fun. Exactly. That's just dumb. Yeah. But uh, he's a mechanical genius, does engines nonstop, you know, and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Very cool. So yeah, I kind of grew up working on stuff like that with him. So what prompted you to start a YouTube channel? Uh, supercars, right? Because supercars are near and dear to my heart. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time playing with them and we were going on a lot of rallies and doing stuff like that. And I was like, man, we're going to we're gonna review cars or something and drive supercars. And it turned into the exact opposite of that. And I only buy 300 to $500 cars and I work on those. And then I never drive them because I, I drive that car one, two times and the car gets sold. So, oh. yeah. Well, now, good turnaround, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Just recently, you started doing this full time. Absolutely. Yeah. I got uh, fired from the day job. I wanted to hear about Congratulations. this. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that, Fired from the thoughts. day job, slept on a sidewalk, decided to leave town, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, yeah. The sidewalk thing was actually probably worse than getting fired. Getting fired, I kind of walked in. They were like, well, we're letting you go. And I was like, Okay, uh, can I go grab my stuff? Let's get out of here. Can you mention what you were doing? Uh, Yeah, I was working at IT. Enterprise storage uh, for a Fortune 500 company, the -hmm. the big blue staple. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I worked for them for like seven-ish years doing one of their high-tier technical support jobs. And they decided to let you go? Yeah, I I don't know. People were talking about what I was doing on YouTube, and I word had gotten around, and I guess it was just... It's not like it's not a conflict, right? I was doing no, that stuff after wasn't. hours, yeah. so it had nothing to do with them. But it was fine. I was not worried. I was kind of just kind of waiting on that day where yeah. somebody kicked me, waiting for the shooter drop. Yeah, because I, I wasn't going to walk out. I mean, what amazing! It's Fortune 500, killer benefits, fine paycheck. Right. It, but it's fine now. I know what you mean. Yeah, looking through the library of videos you have, you've done a lot of cars and you flipped a lot of stuff any idea how many builds you've had you know i honestly have no clue uh because we used to do it actually we were a lot faster before youtube before you have to throw a camera yeah. which is a big old wrench well, in the you middle have of to, it you yeah. have to set up shots and you have to <laughs> yeah 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 so now i'm trying to kind of you know show people how to do what i'm doing you know here's a little bit of you working on it here's the car here's how we're you know fixing little things that i might be able to fix without spending a bunch of money and things like that but, uh, you know, we used to be able to turn cars in like hours and we get them right back out the door. Sure. And, yeah. Dang, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen that before in other channels are like, well, this little 20 minute fix is going to take three and a half hours because of setting up the cameras and changing things. And there's been some good ones on the channel. I don't that, count the editing. So the Kia Optima where uh, Gabe and I went oh to the guy's goodness. house, fixed it in the driveway. No that, kidding. That yeah. one was miraculous. It yeah. was fabulous. But it's stuff nice. I'd seen before from flipping other cars because I was doing a Mazda Millennia. Is that the one that's really cool with the vents that move? I think the Millennia, maybe the 2000. I know the the old MX6s used to do that. It wouldn't surprise me if the Millennias did yeah. too. Yeah, this is the loaded sedan. Really yeah, yeah. nice car, honestly. With the weirdo Miller cycle engine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yep, the vents would uh, do the, you know, rotate back oscillate. and forth. Oscillate. That's yeah. what I was going for. And uh, that car wouldn't start and you know i bought it they said it had a dead fuel pump i was like what's a fuel pump couple hundred bucks let's get it done yeah get it home pull it in the garage turn the key and no start no check engine no nothing right so we start troubleshooting and i think google actually probably solved it i was there somebody was like check an o2 sensor maybe not even a threat about that car but i uh, got under the car maybe i found out the ecu fuse was blowing because that's pretty common it was a dead short right ecu okay. fuse yeah. kept blowing 
get under the car, find the O2 sensors dead shorted to the exhaust shield, take the wire cutters, cut the O2 sensor off, put the fuse back in, car starts in the first second, you know. (laughs) So, you know, it was, was, you know, something I'd worked on and kind of troubleshot before, and I just knew how to do it. So it was just walk up. And Gabe's showing me the clip of this from across the table right now. That was fun. That that car was gone that night. Now, one of the things that I've watched you do that I was thinking... Are you out of your mind? Probably. Uh, <laughs> I can yes, attest. Hey, you've you've got a modified R8 pulled apart in your uh, garage right now. That, that is a nightmare of a car. And, and I, the the more stuff you took apart, and the more subsystems. Uh, let me back up. I have an old Mercedes S600. Sure. There's a German tr- term called Schadenfreude. It means to find joy in other people's misery. I'm pretty certain that German auto engineers came up with the idea for that. I'm not even sure I've gotten into the misery on the RA. Like, there's mm. so much more. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Well, watching you having have to take something apart to get to a motor mount. <laughs> I'm looking at that it's, and I'm... Th- I had to take the motor mount apart to get to the motor mount. Well, that, that's, <laughs> honestly, like you have to disassemble the bottom of the motor mount to get to the top like of the motor mount. And the, and the alternator is liquid-cooled. Alternator is liquid-cooled. One-way clutch on the alternator... Uh, I, it's just a nightmare. I can't tell you all the all the issues. No, the I watched. Yeah. I watched, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, I wouldn't do that, man. Uh, so, does an alternator really need to be liquid cool? I, I mean, doubt. I doubt there was any reason for that, but maybe you know, it, it's is it German engineering. They could do it. They did complexity it? for complexity's sake. <laughs> maybe, and uh, you know, there was probably some simulation where they did some like thermal modeling with the thing. They were like, alternator might get hot. Let's put some water in there. They're, they it's probably the blinker <laughs> fluid, man. You got to change the blinker got it, fluid. You I'm do. They looked at that. Well, and now it's winter time. You got to switch the poles on the battery we so do. the heater yeah. will work and the AC they, won't run. Yeah. They, 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 did a, they did a thorough test. They said this is a half a degree too warm. It'll yeah. run perfectly fine if it was 10 degrees warm, but we need to cool this down. Absolutely. And so they over-engineered That's it. what happened. I was watching you take that engine apart and just thinking, thank God he's filming it. Is it going to get back together? <laughs> oh, it'll get back together. And honestly, I might just sit down and knock it out real fast. I do want it out of my life right now. That's kind of the uh-huh. point. Well, it's it's been point. around yeah, for a while. Yeah, it has been around for a very long while. Uh, I ordered all the parts. Well, not all, but most of the parts to put it back together while we were at SEMA. I just sat down and uh, I was called Audi and I was like, yo, send me the manifold, send me the gaskets. Let's get this thing done. So How did you fun. have time to do anything else but SEMA when you were at SEMA? I sat down in the Overland Expedition because they had nice chairs. They did have some <laughs> and nice I, chairs. Since I was sitting down <laughs> for the first that. time, right? I, yeah. I figured I'd call Audi and order some parts. I actually laid down in one of the guys' beds in the van. Man, and those guys, they're all there to demo those things. They're like, yeah. hop in, you know, check yeah. it out. So. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. What would possess you to drag an ancient boat out from underneath? Oh, it's five hundred dollars. If you if like if you just if you tempt me with that, that's all you gotta do. People call me all day long, like I've got this car. You wanna buy it twenty five hundred dollars? No. But if you said five hundred dollars, you you're gonna find I'd me close on, to your house. Uh, there's a chance I got that, that in my plane. cookie jar, I'll be by. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're dragging that out. At least out. I know how to get rid of a car. That's it. <laughs> Speaking, if, if you sell that SER, I mean, I'll be there with $500 before you can blink. I bet you would. Well, <laughs> I love that car. Actually, just say the word. We'll give it to you right now. Yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> you don't even have to put that one on a trailer. No, we'll yeah, drive that yeah, one. Absolutely. We got enough people. So speaking of mildew on interiors. Yes. Uh when you pulled that thing out, it looked like it had been sitting for. It had. We actually. I said ten decades. in the video. It was eleven. I think it was the really? last. The last time it had been started was eleven years before. Oh dang! It had been covered ever since outside. 
But it didn't look like you did what? anything all that big to it. You did rebuild some stuff, but you didn't spend a ton of money on it. No, it was relatively easy. We did pump out the gas tank because there's plenty of water. It oh, started sure. to hang out in there, right? Yeah. Uh, refilled that with some premium. We rebuilt the carb. Uh, it took a while to make the starter actually engage again because it had been sitting forever full of you know, corrosion and all that fun did stuff. did anything, yeah. Yeah, it finally turned. And uh, what else? I mean, we cleaned up some stuff, fixed the air horns. Put, I put a new set of horn switches in it, rewired some stuff. It started right up, uh, and now I think it's running and ready to go in Florida. And right before you got wow. a chance to go enjoy it yourself. You know, you ask why I bought it, and I probably bought it because I wanted to go skiing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's go buy a boat, get out of the water. And it's an old school boat. And that's kind of what I grew up skiing behind. Sure. Old, yeah. A thousand dollar piece of junk. Yeah. And right. uh, of course, it's the same boat, same hole. I wanted to get back out there. But no joke. Oh, well. He had his board shorts with him every time we went to work on it. He's like, it's <laughs> yeah. going to work this time. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. The other boat has all my stuff in it that's over there by their house where I picked up the boat. Mm-hmm. It's, they've got another ski boat there. And I was like, well, wow. let's pull the cover off it. Get out all my stuff. Let's get to the lake. And it didn't happen. Oh, wow. wow. So we already covered what was probably the easiest fix you've done. Uh, what did you get into that was a lot worse than you thought it was going to oh, be? Oh, the R8 by far the worse. R8, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured I it would be. Gonna be yeah, I thought it would be kind of reasonable until we got into the rat's nest that is the vacuum lines and the oil lines and the coolant lines because yeah. the turbos are, you know, water cooled and oil. Obviously, turbos need oil. Yeah. And uh, so we got into that, and that wasn't that big of a deal. And the more we got into the engine and found out that you have to pull out the interior to pull out the wiring harness that goes to like a, a sub panel. And then, you know, there's. I, I don't think they have planned on anybody taking their car. Oh, apart. no. But actually, I mean, I have the manual for engine removal. It's about 30 pages. That's the only part I have is how to get it out of the car. And then oh. once it's out, you're on your own. Well, yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I did go get that from Audi and looked over everything. And it helped a lot, honestly. Are there yeah, there's still about twenty five percent of the car that wasn't covered in that because of the <laughs> oh, yeah. of, of the turbo setups and everything. So we're like, wait, where is this? There's a lot of labels. How much similarity is there between that and say uh, a uh, Gallardo? Oh, it's the same. It's the same, same transmission. The engine's nearly the same. Obviously, I have a V8 yeah. car so, instead of the V10. So do you find yourself thinking, oh, I'll just call Tavarish and see what he's got to say? Tavarish came over, and uh, he, he was over, what, two months ago or something. Mm-hmm. I opened the garage. I was like, check it out. And he was like, why isn't this done yet? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like what do you mean, why isn't it done yet? Yours isn't done yet. <laughs> yeah, he's probably used to you turning things so quick. That yeah, exactly. Yeah, every, anything like, else, like, up, one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, did you, it's one car. Did you look at him and say, boat? Yeah, boat. yeah, exactly. Yeah, boat. Yesterday we pulled the uh, a five zero out of a Mustang. One one and a half hours, maybe. Right, it's sure. ready to go. We've got the engines all the way down to the rotating assembly in the block. Heads are going out. Car will be back together in twenty minutes. You know, easy. And then here we are with this R eight, eight months in, nine months in. Now, are you going to start looking for a house that's got a nineteen car garage? Yes, on it? actually, I have a plan to build. You know, the shop house thing. That's sure. what I'd like to build. That obviously, I'm not at that point now that I. I'm jobless. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're jobless, but you're not really jobless. That's true. It's a very full-time job. You, know, you just have one less m- job. Much like some of the stuff I do, I, I didn't have a job, so I just made some stuff up and started doing it. And That's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, and then you find the one you enjoyed, hopefully, and uh, go from there. Absolutely. My next step is to go jobless as well. Good deal. Let's hope. We're all working yeah. to be unemployed. It's going to be a That's minute. it. That's it. <laughs> I, got, I got a little more time. You never work harder than when you're trying to be unemployed. Yeah, yeah no kidding. So, is there anything you won't work on or anything oh, you're no. afraid to tackle? No, 500 bucks, there you care. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I, it, the, the only thing I would really 
like shy away from is when I know what the parts costs are. Mm-hmm. Probably like an Audi R8, right? Yeah. Like avoid <laughs> the R8. Yeah. So, uh, but I would not mind working on it, especially with somebody else's budget. It's no big deal. Oh, like, sure. I can turn wrenches. But uh, yeah, it, it, just expensive parts are what I try to stay away from. Probably. Is, is there something you want to get your hands on that you haven't yet? Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, that's probably too deep of a question. I bet. Yeah, that's a good. I, I mean, I, one of my uh, another reason I started the channel kind of is I had a goal to drive every car in the world. Yeah. And I was at like 350 or 400 cars or something. I had them all on a list, right? And I stopped kind of keeping track. So I need to get in there and try to update the list, see where that ends up. But, That's an uh, interesting goal. I like that. Yeah, yeah it got I, me wondering. I now like I got to go through and see yeah. what my list looks like. If I buy the car, I get to drive it, and that's what mattered, in, you know, in the in the end game. Sure. Um, what did you sell that you wish you had? Uh, I, my Trailblazer SS. I had a crazy Trailblazer SS. Twelve uh, second truck on radials. You know, big, wow. big two wheel drive. Lots of nitrous. No kidding. Nice. It was fun, and uh, I probably shouldn't have let that go. I was just kind of over it because. Uh, I was it was Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Taking the family out, I was like, "Check out this truck I got! It's so fast, right?" So I'm taking everybody out. It's f- filling the truck up each time. Every seat's full, <laughs> and we're making pulls to you know crazy, you know, well, well into the triple digits. Trailblazer fun, and uh, it sounded so good too. LS chop, all that good stuff. And uh, I mean, you know, make a pull, go back, get a bunch more of the family, make another pull, and mid pull, hundred and you know something mile an hour, XXX. I guess there's not a thousand, but it, we were fast. Sure. It, there was a big boom, and I looked back and I immediately saw the smoke, and I was like, "Well, that's done." <laughs> <laughs> well, back to I, the house. <laughs> I was really waiting for flashing lights. More no, than- no, no. We were fine. We were out in the country, no middle of nowhere. So I brought it back. You know, grenaded everything. Metal all pistons are gone. Blocks got windows in it. And now, uh, now were you juicing it every time you did the? Oh pool? no, these were these were NA poles too. Oh, it, okay. Oil starved, like all Trailblazer SSs. Every single one on the road will oil starve eventually. I and got you. You're supposed to run an extra quart of oil in that truck, and where the oil sumps at, it's like at the front of the engine, and the truck like noses way up in the air when you make hits. So it just pulls everything. Oil away. starves every time. I mean, you just get on the forum. Every single guy's like, you're going to need an engine. So I bought an engine. I went back to the dealership. That's the dumbest idea ever. I bought a zero-mile engine, right? I called comp cams, had the cam reground, put every single thing back exactly the way the build was, sold it the minute it was done. (laughs) And it was so much fun. I should have never let that go. All right. Now. How much nitrous nitrous did you actually have on that? It was a 150 shot. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. It it could probably do more. It's enough to be fun, though. Exactly. Uh this is the way we wrap up every interview, and this is also my favorite question because we get the best answers out of this. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done in a car? Well, I jumped a Cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> what that was, was that the dumbest? Oh, back in the game. <laughs> 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 well, first of all, it takes a lot to actually jump a car. Yeah. When you're in, we were in a field, right? We built a jump real fast, two-foot kicker, six-foot approach. We were like, that's the... We know the formula. We're going to nail Got this it. jump right well, now. Well, the, the first thing that you don't formula. know that you need to know when you're doing that is you got to keep your foot in the throttle you, all the way You through. have to keep your foot in the throttle, and I would back. I chickened out almost every time. I think I got to 40, and 40 is yeah, not I've, enough, right? So, yeah. you, so you did like a Napoleon uh, on the mountain bike. Yeah, you don't want to back out. <laughs> no, you totally you, got you, three feet of air gotta, that time. You got to stay in it all the way through. Yep. Got some and sweet air. you only know this if you've done it yourself. Absolutely, yeah. And you learn really fast that like the landings when you don't stay in it 
are not fun. No, no, they're not. <laughs> there is a pivot point, yes. and it comes very quickly. It rotates its nose right into the ground. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, until <laughs> so I was 24, I didn't own a car that I hadn't had all four wheels off the ground at yeah. some time. Railroad tracks. It's the most beautiful jump. I, I did jump Railroad the tracks, track crummy bridge approaches, you know, oh, yeah. the ones just say bump. I was like, hey, stick it to the floor. That's it. Uh, so you think jumping the Cavalier worst thing you've done? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe there's worse, but that one was uh, that was pretty crazy. That's always willing to say. Well, and yeah. and you've got it on uh, you you've immortalized it in video, which is fantastic. I did. I did that one for fifty thousand subscribers, and that was what a mistake, man. Uh, <laughs> I bought that car. It was a thousand dollars. I should have paid like a hundred dollars once I got. I made it two blocks from the guy's house. Test drove the car. Ram fine. Z thirty four Cavalier, right? The, yeah. The fat oh, or Z twenty four Z twenty I don't remember Z twenty four Z twenty yeah uh, so but it's got still the, those were fairly snappy for what yeah, they were really it's yep. it's got way more power than you'd expect yeah and uh, I drove it he was like second gears out and everything on the test drive agreed with exactly what he said I made it two blocks from his house and the clutch line blows off the slave mm. cylinder so I drove it all the way the rest of the way home by shutting it off putting it in gear starting it with the clutch in so the sensor would pick up that the clutch was in. And starting it in first, floor it, and then, you know, kind of bank shifting it into third and fourth. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, boy. I went down the highway like that. So, post-jump, can you remember the laundry list of broken stuff? Oh, it wasn't that bad. We eventually snapped a CV after, like, jump five or six. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. By jump so five or six, have you, had you learned to keep your foot in it Absolutely. all the way? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, you learn really fast. That Good it's, man. it's a hard landing if you don't. What was the furthest you jumped? I mean, what was the biggest... It was. I mean, when I, th- you I think we might have got three, four feet off the ground, and okay. it's it's like that's a long way, man. Yeah, it's a lot when you're in a three thousand pound car or something like that. It's, yeah. it's in that ballpark without being in a probably know, comes down four wheel. Dr- <laughs> yeah, we had helmets on, but no cage, no safety. I was afraid the car was going to break in half. So yeah, you know, there's an awful lot that could go south with that. So many things. If you're going to jump a car. You know, call call a safety guy. Obviously, like the budget's not there. Sure. I mean, I was already losing a ton of money on the car because I, I think I let it go for five hundred. So I, it's the, one of the only cars I've lost on. But I had a lot of fun, so no big deal. Well, they wanted to sell it back to you. Yeah, they did. They yeah, offered it back, but, but some other guy that bought did, it. Did you say two fifty? Yeah, I, I should. I, I just <laughs> I just ignored that message. I'll go but, half what I usually pay. Yeah, you just you need a cage if you're going to jump. I already a car. double paid the first time. So yeah, no yeah. kidding. I paid five hundred dollars for entertainment. That's it. I did very short lived entertainment. Yeah. It didn't last that long. We've been speaking to John Ross Lumbert of YouTube's Watch JR Go. You can find all the social media links for John and for Watch JR Go on readthedriven.com. John, thanks so much for being yeah. with us. Thanks for having Gabe, me. Gabe, hey, thank thanks. you for being with us. Yeah, I'll reach across the table there. there <laughs> reach. Mr. Craven, thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Good to meet you, sir. Uh, thanks so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our audience. You can find us online at readthedriven.com. Follow us on Facebook at forward slash Driven Radio Show, on Twitter at Driven Radio Show, and everywhere fine podcasts are heard. I'm Brett Hatfield for Corey Pratt and Mark L. Groves. John Ross Lumber. Yeah. Gabe Sanchez. Gabe Sanchez. Thank everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio. Driven Radio.